What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with an industry titan who's been a realtor since age 19 for over 33 years now. He is an expert at relationship marketing, specifically through Facebook groups. And now he has created a way to help other realtors benefit from the power of Facebook groups. Welcome to the show. Will Penny. Welcome to the show today, Will. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Great. Uh, I'm excited today to talk about some of the unique things you've done with relationship marketing and how you've grown that from beyond your own real estate business to help others. So, um, you know, before we jump into that stuff, why don't you give give people your 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 bio, your background? I know you've been you've been a realtor for a minute or two, right? Right, right. I'm excited to be on your show. I watch you guys on Instagram and. Uh, I've seen your videos for years now, so I'm glad uh, you took the time to interview me. So my background, I've been a realtor since 1988, and uh, when I was 19, and uh, I started my own company in 2001 with my wife. Uh, we now have, uh, we're still independent. Uh, we have a team of five. Uh, we Last year, we sold 217 homes, and um, over half of my business, probably 70%, is from past clients and, and referrals, uh, repeat business and referrals. So uh, that's been our strength. I've dialed heavily back heavily on, I'm not paying realtor.com any money right now. And uh, I've cut my Zillow bill down to almost nothing. So uh, I'm just trying to get to a point where we're all referrals. Um, that's pretty much my background. I got, there's, there's six heartbeats selling 200 plus houses a year. That's uh a pretty productive, uh, you know, team. It sounds like that, you, that you've got there, like almost 45 deals per person, something like that. 50 deals per person. Yeah. You know, I still do about 80. Um, but I, I, it, my team is set up a, a lot differently than most. I've got, uh, three of my team members are salaried. So they're employees. So, um, my listing manager, um, when I list a house, she goes out, and she measures, she coordinates photographs, and then I jump back in when there's an offer. Um, a showing agent, salaried as well. Uh, she's been with me 13 years. And uh, when I get a buyer, um, she shows them homes. And then once they find one, I jump in and write the offer. Then she goes to the home inspection. So I've got it dialed down to the point where I'm, I'm there for, a lot, for all the high touch stuff, the things that they would expect their realtor to do. The rest of it, I've handed off. So they remember me at the end, but I've got great team members. Then I've got a closing coordinator who's also licensed. Um, but my, my listing manager, Tina, also sells about 30 homes a year on top of helping my, me and my business. And then Rebecca sells about 30 homes a year as well. She's my showing agent. So um, they're both very successful in their own right. And I've got two other agents that are independent. Uh, the one sells about 50 homes and the other one's about 20. So that's pretty much the breakdown. 
Yeah, I mean, those are those are very uh, efficient, productive numbers. And with that structure, I'm sure you're running a pretty profitable uh, you know, yeah, business. So, um, a lot of agents like to talk, you know, the top line numbers, but I imagine, our, you know, with, with, with that structure, you're probably keeping a lot of, a lot of the commission. Well over 50%. That works well, but it works How, well for them too, because they get, they've got, you know, real jobs with 401ks and paid vacation that they can go away and their business is covered by somebody else. So I've made a, I made a conscious choice to not make, I have no interest. My, my personality is pretty similar to yours. I have zero interest in having 20 or 30 people. Um, I just don't have the, I don't have the capacity for that. If I'm impatient, everybody knows. <laughs> how much, how much time, you know, business like, like this, uh, you personally, how much time are you putting into it? Well, before I started my other business helping, you know, with the Facebook groups, I was working about 25 to 30 hours a week. I'm working now more because we're growing that and it's growing quicker than I thought it would. So, uh, but so now I'm working probably 50, but I was only working 25 to 30. Plus we go to Marco Island, Florida. I'm in Ohio, just south of Cleveland. And uh, we go to Florida, Marco Island, Florida, three months a year. So we go January, February, half of April, half of November. So we go away for three months as well. It's a good, good time to be in Marco Island. That's <laughs> sure, there's worse places. What, um, now, what are you doing? You mentioned the Facebook group and help, you know, kind of starting up a new business, but uh, kind of go back to step one on that. What are, what are you doing or what did you start doing with Facebook to, to help, you know, get more repeat and referral business? Because sure. so, I think you said earlier, that's like about 70% of your business. Yeah. So let me go all the way back. So I've had a business page like everybody else for... 11 years. We had almost 1900 followers on there for, for us. That's good. I didn't really work at it. Um, and I was posting that page. The problem is most realtors are spending all of this time and energy on social media and it's really not um, improving their revenue at all. We're just doing it for the sake of doing it. And the pain I was having, I was spending all this time on my Facebook business page, posting stuff all the time house sales, market updates, and we'd get like two likes, four likes. Um, I've been on business pages where they'll have 100,000 followers and they'll have six likes. And the reason for that, Facebook's algorithm makes it impossible for you to get engagement on a business page without boosting the posts and paying money. So, and then besides that, because it's a page, it's for broadcasting, more like a billboard or a website, uh, that you can't get, you can't get, um, conversations going in on a Facebook page, right? So I started doing some uh, research last year because I was really nervous. Um, I'm always trying to stay ahead of things every year. Like year before last, I bought a, no, actually last year, I bought a moving truck, a really nice one to loan to my clients. We started a staging company. Uh, we've got a really good website. We've got a great CRM. So for, for a small company, I want to stay relevant. I'm we're in a sea of big companies. I, the last thing I want to do is wake up as like Al's rug store and we're out of business. I don't, you know, cause we were took out by taken out by home Depot or something. So I was thinking, you know, we got all these third party companies coming into our world, advertising, spending millions of dollars a month advertising to our, our people. So you sell somebody a house, 
you could do a great job. They watch TV and see Home Light or Ideal Agent or Effective Agent or Fast Expert or Dave Ramsey, and they're going to call them unless you really stay in touch with them. So I was uh, a freak about trying to figure it out. And the problem is with all the tools we have available, emails getting open less, uh, you know, you can text and call, which we do, but so many other things that we do just aren't working. And the personal page, um, the algorithm on Facebook changed in 2018. So you can only get to about 10 or 15% of your friends on a personal page because Facebook wanted to make it about relationships. So they don't want to have everybody's stuff show up to you and vice versa. So then they created groups because they realized that, um, especially with COVID last year, the shutdown, people were jumping on Facebook more than they ever did because it was their only interaction with humans because they right. didn't anywhere especially in other like parts of the country, like New York City, where they weren't allowed to leave, you know? So um, groups became really, really popular. And now there's like 600 million groups, I guess. Um, and the average person's in at least two or three. 80% of Americans are on Facebook. 75% are using it daily. So I started thinking, I, I'm not a fan of Facebook at all. I, I don't enjoy any of that. But I started thinking, well, if everybody's on Facebook, I can use it as a CRM. I mean, since they're already on there, so I started doing some research and realized that groups were the way to go. I, I, if you have a Facebook group, you can scrape in everybody you know into it, give them engaging content, and then they see you every day and they see all your posts. So uh, I was on groups and every time someone posted something, I'd get a notification. So I just flipped it around. Now I've got a group, Penny Real Estate Friends and Family. We've got 843 as of today uh, people in there. Every one of them was either a past client or... Uh, sphere of influence. So it's pretty much my database, uh, the ones that are on Facebook anyway. And then we post engaging content to them every day and we get 50 to 80 or 90 comments uh, on every post. So people can't forget about us anymore. Uh, so then I did a webinar in January. Uh, my business coach wanted to share what I was doing with my um, with his clients, about 40 of them. He's got 40 clients all making over a half a million bucks a year net. Uh, he's from Philly originally. Uh, now he's in Florida. And he asked me if I would do a webinar. And I said, well, I'm not doing it for free. Uh, so he said, well, charge then. I'm like, what, 50 bucks? Because I really wasn't thinking, you know, I make, you know, we do over 100 to 200 grand a month in commissions. I wasn't thinking about making a dollar here or there. So um, he said, well, 300 bucks. So I had 14 agents sign up, pay $300 for a 60 minute webinar. And after that, they all asked me for my content. So I Within about a week, I started Social Orchard and I started uh, sharing my content with realtors and they pay me a small 89 bucks. Um, we give them all the training and all the content. For a team, it's 149. I, I priced it low, um, but now they can have a turnkey group and it's pretty much like a social CRM. So that's- How did, how did you get everyone into the group? You know, when, very, when you started it up? So you, I just went in through my Facebook friends, uh, all the ones that weren't realtors. And I just started uh, inviting them into the group and I had my team do the same thing. And then once we changed our mindset to think of it as a social CRM and not just Facebook, because the minute you think of Facebook, you think of waste book, you know, other people say, and it's just, you know, just, just a, a rabbit hole to waste your time. But if you, if you realize that 80% of uh, human beings in the United States are on Facebook, uh, the average consumer, average home buyer in the United States is between 40 and 50 years old. They're almost all on Facebook. It's very easy to find your clients on Facebook. So then you just send them a friend request, invite them into the group. It's easy. And then I post the content. And then once a day, 
I go in, look at today's posts, and I respond to all the comments to engage with them, just like a client event. So I treat it like a client event. So my mindset, because I'm a very black and white person, was social CRM, client event. And then it made sense to me. What, what kind of content do you, do you post in there that, that gets such good engagement? Like um, Friday, Friday's post was, if blank was an Olympic sport, what would you get a gold in? We had like 102 comments. Uh, so we do all fun stuff, but not spammy. Um, I'll post like architectural uh, pictures of four different front doors and say which one you like. We'll get 70 or 80 comments on that. Um, the nice thing about the group is it feels exclusive to these people because it's a private group and they're and they and they don't feel threatened. So people are we're getting more and more people engaged within the group because they feel like it's a comfortable environment and we don't allow there's nothing negative or hateful going on. It's just so we post some uh, content around architecture or uh, design trends or, and we always ask a question or we do the the silly ones like the uh you know where name a restaurant that you used to go to as a kid that's not there anymore we had god over 100 comments on that so we do that kind of stuff and then we we categorize the posts we have we recommend contractors uh, our members are now uh, treating it like a community page. So they're asking for advice on contractors or recommendations on places to take their kids. So now it's, it's got a life of its own. They, uh, people post, other members comment and respond. And then my job's just to go in there, add content four days a week. Uh, that's the bait. And then I just engage with the people and it's just been fun. And uh, there's no other way to stay in touch with your people daily. There's just no other tool that I can think of anyway. Hey, hold that thought. Do you wanna get 100 tips for free from my best-selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people go to hyperfasttips.com and what's uh what's been the result in your business since you started this push on facebook groups well we're starting to get um more referrals and everybody wants stimulus response but the way i look at it uh, as a longtime realtor and i know you have a successful team you want to stay in touch with your people but you most of it costs money and to do anything scalable, it costs huge money. Like if we had a client event, it cost four grand, had 173 people show up. They all love us. But I didn't think afterwards, well, when will I, no, what will this turn into? It's just about maintaining your brand, maintaining relationships. You know, we have breakfast with Santa. We hand out pumpkins. We put out uh, flags at uh, July 4th. That's the stuff that you typically do to stay in touch with your people, but it costs money and lots of resources and effort. The Facebook group allows you to get on a platform that they're already on anyway, because now people are working from home. Uh, they don't have anybody to smack them on the hand so they can look at Facebook while they're doing their job. So and Facebook, as you know, is it is addictive for most people. I mean, they, that there's a movie on Netflix called The Social Dilemma about the Facebook addiction. Um, and how they control us with their algorithms. Well, well, you can use that to your benefit. Most realtors are on Facebook. Most people are on Facebook. 
groups are designed for conversations and engagement. They're free. So it, it makes absolute perfect, perfect sense. Yeah, I, I love I love the uh, kind of comparing what it takes to interact with, you know, 80 to 100 people a day through, through responding to the comments. Right. That's all you got to do versus like the time it would take you to do an event where you get that many people and the money like yeah, you call a uh, fun <clears throat> service they bring out a inflatable castle and you got to get i mean you know what i mean and then they forget about you a week later anyway and you spent 6500 bucks or whatever i mean now we still do that we're still having a client event at a microbrewery we'll probably have two or three hundred people in it uh there um, we're still doing that in september we but this in this is, uh, and we still text and call our clients quarterly. I still stay in touch with all my people, check in, see how they're doing. I send out weekly emails through BombBomb. I still do all that, but this enables me to have a group of 850 people. We're, we're quickly approaching a thousand people that already know, like, and trust us. If you're engaging with them in a warm way every day, five days a week, how can they forget about you? How will they not think about you when they go to buy or sell a house? Or if they have a friend, how are they not going to think about uh, recommending you? We put a post on there a couple of weeks ago, ask, we're trying to get some more Google reviews and it just said, we need help. And then I said, hey, we're trying to get more Google reviews. Um, it, if you post a five-star review for us, uh, we're gonna throw all the names in a hat and give away $200 uh, target cards. Uh, 27 people gave us reviews. Now, when people think of you as just their realtor, they're never going to do that. They have to think of you as part of their, their peeps. You know what I mean? They've got to think pretty strongly towards you to actually drop everything. They're not going to drop everything and give you a really lengthy five-star review for the chances of getting a Home Depot card. They wanted to help us out. And that was the transition for me. That's when I realized this group has helped us build friends with 800 people. And even the people that don't comment, they still see the post. So it's like sending out a postcard and they look at it and throw it in the trash. You know, it's still an engagement. Yeah, and I, I, I think, um, you know, you'll, you'll have even more opportunities like within the group to, to you know, get referrals and more recommendations. Oh, yeah. and, um, and, then, and then the more people that are in there commenting or asking like, you know, who's a good contractor for this or that. And you, you probably right. know, maybe they're thinking about selling. So yeah. It, um, and, and the other thing is social proof, right? So it's penny real estate, friends and family. When we invite someone into the group and they see there now let's go back for the agents that haven't even done one yet. Let's say you have 50 or hundred people in there. Someone gets invited in the group. There's 50 or hundred people in there. They're like, wow, this is legit. Right. So it, it creates credibility for you, for the other people as they come into the group. And then when they see that the content's fun and entertaining and not threatening, uh, then it just it quickly builds a bond and maintains a bond that you couldn't have done in, the, in another way. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's fascinating. And a lot of people talk about client groups and, and you know, you're one of the, the few people I've talked to that's actually executed on it which is pretty cool to to see how how has it been for like the agents who've you know um become i guess are they members of social yeah, they, social, social orchard it's socialorchard.com. <clears throat> they join there's a there's no contract is a seven day free trial uh they can cancel it at any time inside the 
dashboard without even calling me. So I made it easy. I thought about all the things that I find annoying if I sign up for something and want to bail. So I just made it that way. But to answer your question, I've got, um, I've got, now I've only got 30, I've got 34 agents signed up already. Um, we've had practically no one bail. Uh, a couple of people did, but they did it right away. They never even set the group up. Uh, but we've got one guy we're interviewing on Friday on a Facebook Live in our in our Facebook. We I've got another Facebook group for realtors, and we're doing a Facebook Live training class. He's almost, he's already got 500 people in his group. He actually called me the other day to tell me. Now, he is also a bluegrass singer. He's a top realtor in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So he's big into relationships and being friendly with people anyway. And he just, he called me last week just to say how fabulous this is because he's now able to in a very efficient, scalable way, communicate with that many people on a platform that he just wasn't able to do before. I mean, you just can't do it any other way. You post the thing one time and then you take two to three minutes to type a sentence below the comments. It doesn't take very long. And it's the same as having a conversation, right? So we, we've had, we've got quite a few agents that are taking it seriously. The ones that are focused on re relationship businesses and referral-based businesses are the ones that are, that the aha moment was pretty huge for them because they they were already figuring like a buddy of mine in Cleveland he's a Keller Williams agent he they sell I don't know 400 homes a year um, I talked to him one time about it he signed up he's like we've been trying to figure out a way to stay in touch with our people because email's not working and blah 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 and this it's just a it's a fantastic way and all you got to do is spend a few minutes a day it doesn't take long at all are you seeing um the same amount of, you know, like, does age matter? Because uh, I know a lot of younger people are using Facebook less and right, you know, but uh, and other platforms more, but are there, are they still on Facebook and, and active in the group? Or? Well, we have to think about who our customers are. Our customers aren't TikTok followers. I mean, you're in the DC area, right? Yeah. You're, your average client who's successful making two or three or $400,000 a year, they're on Facebook and the, and there's more women on Facebook than men. And who are the decision makers in a household? The wife. So I think, and I started when I was 19, young agents, if they just go on TikTok because that's what they like or Snapchat, they're that's not who their target audience is. I mean, the, the average buyer last year was like 47 years old, according to the National Association of Realtors. They're on Facebook. Again, it's not about... I don't like Facebook as just for what it represents, but I love the fact that I'm able to use it as a platform that every, that the vast majority of home buyers and sellers are on. Um, am I missing the mark on TikTok? Yes, but that's just something I don't, that's something I don't choose. I'm not trying to build a brand. I'm trying to make more friends and, and have, and build more loyalty. That's what I'm trying to do. And you do that with relationships and conversations. You think there's an ideal size to the group like would would you ever consider capping it or no because i think the more the people as long as they're i think that the key is quality you want them to be again who would you invite into your database i'm sure you're a freak about database management and anybody you have a, a substantive conversation with about real estate who could potentially refer you or use you in the future you'd want to stay in touch with them so having them in the group makes sense. I mean, for me anyway, uh, it just makes sense because they, they get to see us on a daily basis. See, they, you know, 
it enables me, a, a typically serious person, to show a sense of humor in the group. So they don't just think of me as this guy back here. You know, they they get to see me as a human. And I think, uh, could I do that on TikTok? Yeah, but it's a completely different tool. Facebook group, fake, Facebook is where the average American buyer and seller is, whether we like it or not. Yeah, I think I think you I would agree with that just just because of the the age demographics of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, how much how much stuff on there? You know, is, is there? Do you ever go on there to ask for business or promote at all? Or? So one, I think we don't post any of our sales there. I think last year when realtors were on Instagram and Facebook bragging. They didn't mean to brag. They were trying to make people understand that, hey, I'm successful. I can sell your house for a lot of money. But when they were posting, and I was guilty for about 10 minutes, and then I put a, then I put a cease and desist order in my office. No more posting about having 26 offers. No more posting about having 100 grand over list price. That sends two messages. A, it tells buyers that they shouldn't even be bothering. And it, sells tell, it tells sellers that they don't need us. Why do we need to pay a realtor if a home is selling itself for over list price. They don't understand what we have to do behind the scenes to get it out there. The three P's, pricing, promotion, and process. They don't think about that. They just think about Dan just sold a house for $200,000 over list. And why do we need to pay a commission for that to happen? So we don't put any of that stuff in the group. Um, it's all, uh, what was your question? I got off on that tangent then forgot your question. I was, yeah, it was, it was about if, if you promote. Oh yeah, there. there you go. So about once a month we'll put a or six weeks we'll put a post in there like a just a funny one that'll say hey by the way don't forget that we're really nice realtors you know if you know anybody looking to move we'll post something like that about every six weeks um and then we'll have like five or ten people on those ones say oh you're the only ones we think of so again it's like it's reaffirming our value i mean the whole the whole social media has made it so that we don't like making decisions without positive affirmation from someone else. That's just, it's changed a lot of people's minds. Like they, they don't, they, they post most things on social media now to get confirmation that they made a good decision. I mean, we, we all see posts like that. Well, within the Facebook group, if they see that you're having success with it and other people like you, that's going to confirm their decision to use you in the future. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to get my best-selling book, The Hyperlocal, Hyperfast Real Estate Agent, for absolutely free? This book has helped tens of thousands of real estate agents, and now I want to give it to you for free. All you pay for is the shipping. Look, you can go on Amazon, read all the five-star reviews, and pay $14.99, or you can go to hyperfastfreebook.com and get it for free. All you pay for is the shipping. Again, that's hyperfastfreebook.com. Get your copy today. Again, hyperfastfreebook.com. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. I, th I think I think that's a good. Uh, you, you seem to have hit the the, the, the ratio. You know, because some people probably start these groups and just promote, 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 and can't do that, and, and they probably don't get much engagement. Um, well, the way I look at it, Dan, I can't see you as a guy that would go to a client event, walk around. You'd probably be talking about running, swimming, biking, kids, anything but selling houses. Well, that's if you've got a Facebook group, you have to have that mindset because 
if you and I went out for a beer together and I was a realtor and you weren't, and I said, by the way, you know, anybody who's looking to move, you know, you know you, you'd find that repellent. That's not something you'd say face to face in a room with someone. You'd think the guy was an idiot to talk to you like that. Um, you just, it would just push you away. Well, but on social media, we become keyboard heroes and somehow think it's okay. Well, it isn't. You can, you can cause the same damage on social media as you can face to face or on a Zoom meeting. You know, there's words that I could say that would make you leave the meeting. Well, and on a Facebook group, there's things that you could say that would upset someone and make them never want to talk to you again. So when, when you have a Facebook group, if you treat it like a client event, you're not going to be at a client event and walk around and start asking people, hey, you know anybody who's looking to move? I mean, they'd never come back. The way you, right, it's no like trust. You'd want to have them, you know, if they know, like, and trust you, they're going to be smart enough to do that on their own. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like the analogy. It works for me. Um, so I, I think you, you know, treat, treat the group like an event. event. Yeah, if you treat it like a client event, like you're actually, think about what you would say. I mean, we've seen some of these crazy, like, uh, cartoon videos where, you know, you walk around and talk to people like you're on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, it just doesn't, when you do it that way, it doesn't, it's like insane some of the things that we do on, on social media. So if you just dial it back and think of it as a client event, they're human beings, these members, they're called members, but they're actually your database. You know, if you and I are best friends and you're in my group, you're a member, but you're, you're my best friend and I'm gonna treat you that way. So when we've got friends and clients in there, we're gonna, we're gonna just have normal conversations with them. We're gonna uh, encourage them and, and respond positively to their comments because most people that when agents tell me about engagement they're like they just try to post this stuff and don't engage that's that's like getting that's like going to a client event standing in the corner and not talking to 200 people there that would be dumb as well well it's the same thing with the group if you don't get on there every day and people like it like if you post something don't you like it when people comment and uh, reaffirm that you made a good point that's what we live for on social media you know, I know when you were doing your videos for the hyper fast agent, you know, the comments on there are positive. You'd respond back to a few. I mean, that's what we when we see that it just gives us confirmation that we're doing the right thing. Well, everyone in our group, they they thrive on that as well. You get endorphin rush when when people when you see there's 16 likes on something you said. So that's why I do it, because I know that people appreciate that. And plus, it just builds bonds with those people, because at the end of the day, I want to build and strengthen relationships. And I've just used it. I'm using this tool as a way to do it. What's your goal for um, the social orchid? I know it's, it's kind of new that, you, you know, that this, this new group you started. Well, social orchard. I mean, we're, um, I just, I mean, it's not my, it's not looking, it's not something I'm trying to replace my revenue with. I just know that everyone's, most of the gurus that approach us as realtors, Dan, are outside of the business and you so you don't know if what they're selling you is good or not you don't know if it's going to work or not and it's usually a pretty big expense like if you're going to invest in a lead magnet or funnels or anything like that typically a lot of that's over our heads we have to trust the person that it's going to work well and we get taken advantage of as realtors i think that you know we look for the next shiny object and we throw some money at it and most of the time we don't have results you know that 
Um, so when they hear from someone like you, who's got, who's already had success in the same business that carries a lot more clout. And when I'm, you know, I'm still a realtor after 33 years, I'm 52 years old. I've been, I've paid all my bills this way since I was 19. Um, then they can trust that what I'm doing is working for me. Uh, so I mean, I'm, I'm sure once this kicks off, we'll have a lot of realtors because it's Facebook. They're already on Facebook and it just made, there's a very clear path to success with, with the Facebook group. If you've got the right training, you treat it the right way, you engage the right way and you have the right content, you're consistent and you spend a little bit of time on it, then there's no other tool you can use that you can duplicate that with. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. It's, um, Definitely cool to see what you've done with it. And, and um, you know, thank you so much for sharing these lessons with people today on the show. Uh, before we wrap up, I always like to do a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers. I'll try my best. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Create a database. What's your uh, biggest piece of advice to an experienced real estate agent? Hope you, hopefully you have a, real, a database at that point and you better be maintaining it. Uh, otherwise you're going to get knocked out. What's been your biggest challenge as a realtor and how'd you overcome it? Biggest challenge I had as a realtor was being brand new. Uh, my nickname was flash in the pan penny. I was 19, drove my mom's car. I was at a century 21 office. No one wanted to help me. The way I overcome it was prospecting. And by the time I was 24, I sold 60 homes that year with no technology. We had to present every offer. There was no technology at all. Everything was face to face. So that was my, uh, then I was behind the, once I started making that money, I got behind the eight ball with the IRS. Oh, them had to get on a payment plan. Um, and then after that, it happened one time after that, um, I've been dialed in ever since. Awesome. Um, what's, what's your biggest uh, accomplishment in the last 33 years as a realtor? 2020. Well, I've got two adult kids. Uh, one of them's almost out of college. The other one's graduated. They're both very productive and respectful people. I've been married almost 29 years and we've got a independent real estate brokerage in outside of Cleveland, Ohio in a sea of big brands and we're still thriving. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Uh, I'll be 62, probably spending four or five months a year somewhere warm um, and still helping my team. I can't see myself 10 years from now doing anything. I mean, I'm trying to pull myself out of buyers, just work with listings, uh, I'm uh, help other agents. I mean, I'd like to do that. Um, probably help other agents, help my team That's and, and spend more time in the warm weather. Awesome. Well, I wish you uh, the best of luck in, in, in getting those extra months down in the, the warm parts of the country. And uh, I'm certainly uh, glad we had you on the show today. And, and uh, you know, just it's rare to have someone who's been been in it for this long and, and um, you know, doing so well on, on, on with Facebook groups, too. It's, it's amazing to see. So uh, if I people want to. I mean, I, I just. Sorry, I'll shut up. Uh, no, I was just gonna say, if, if people want to uh, learn more about 
um, you know, your, your, your Facebook group strategy or just connect with you on real estate? What are some of the ways they should contact you? They can uh, look at me up on Instagram, send me a message uh, at pennyrealestate.com or pe at pennyrealestate, P-E-N-N-E-Y. Uh, Social Orchard is S-O-C-I-A-L-O-R-C-H-A-R-D, Orchard, socialorchard.com. Um, they can uh, send me an email at will at pennyrealestate, P-E-N-N-E-Y, realestate.com. Um, yeah. Or they can text me. I'll get 330-760-2866. I'm pretty responsive. All right. Well, thank you so much, Will, for being on the show today and, and for all these great lessons you were able to share. And for everyone who uh, tuned in, I hope you got some value out of this. I know I did. And uh, yeah, connect, connect with Will on social media. And, and, and if you're a real estate agent uh, and you haven't started a Facebook group yet, uh, look them up and, and, uh, and, and, you know, remember that success, uh, success leaves clues and, and you've gotten a bunch of clues today. Thanks, man. They get a free trial too, that you don't get charged for seven days. Awesome. Well, even better. So, uh, and that was at social orchard uh, orchard.com. Yeah. And they get a free. So when they sign up, they don't, they can get the whole month's content, all the training videos, and they don't, it doesn't hit their car for seven days. So at the end of the seventh day, if they want, they can cancel in the thing um, if they don't feel like it's something that they can do. But whatever, whatever, you know this, Dan, whatever these agents are doing, they need to have a database. They need to stay in touch because these third-party companies are coming to try and get our commission checks. And if you don't have a loyal group of people who can refer you and keep you going, then you're going to just grind it out, responding to leads, and they're going to get more and more and more expensive. And that's why I'm trying to do what I'm doing. Because it's oh. a wonderful business to be in and we're not going anywhere. We're not going to be replaced, but there's a lot of pressure from the outside. And if we don't pay attention, then uh, those of us that don't take it seriously are going to end up paying the price. Well, I, I definitely agree. So, you know, building, building a, uh, it, you know, it doesn't even have to be a large group of people, but just no. building building a loyal fo following is is how you protect yourself from a lot of these changes in the industry. One hundred percent, I agree with you. All right, well, thank you so much for all of your great tips and advice, and for everyone who tuned in today, please uh, leave us some feedback. Let us know what you thought, and share it with someone that you think could benefit. Thank you so much, Will. All right, take it easy. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest hyperfashions. And remember, we love reviews. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.